Hello and welcome to another explosive episode of Cineblokes. I am your host, Benjamin Baker. And I'm Kaylin Burroughs. And we have just come from London Has Fallen. That's right, our home, our home is in turmoil and explosions, very bad explosions. Yeah. But nonetheless, it has fallen. Yeah. And, I mean, um, I don't think anyone back home's actually going to see it, but, you know... Yeah, right. I, I don't think they are either, actually. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on that one, Caelan. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Um, and, ironically, it's called London Has Fallen. Not a lot of Brits. Um, no. Yeah, maybe a handful. Yeah. Based in our homeland. Maybe one or two. It's not enough for London Has Fallen, if you ask yeah. me. Now, for those of you that uh, maybe not familiar with it it's a it's a sequel yeah to olympus is falling uh with gerard butler right you know you know the old scottish american yeah having a having a scot play an american in england right yeah with you know a really bad american accent yeah because it's very obvious that he's scottish hey. He does what he does. You know, yeah, look, he was King Leonidas, so I can't hold that against him too yeah. much, you know. Yeah. But, right. uh, yeah, so this, uh, you know, we did you like Olympus Has Fallen? So, you know, look, I saw Olympus Has Fallen and thought, you know, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about it when I first saw it. And, and then I saw it again and I realised, oh, this is a joke. You know what I mean? That this is a... You know, we're gonna we're gonna do a film that is uh, a throwback, a, a nostalgic turn to '90s actions film. Uh, you know, and it's basically Die Hard in the White House. That's essentially what the film is. Yeah. And once I discovered that, I thought, oh yeah, this is great. It's you know, it's relatively funny. It's got good action scenes. Um, you know, it's it's just a fun, you know, turn your mind off and shove a popcorn down your throat. Yeah, uh, no, type it, of film, you it know. It was definitely the epitome of a popcorn film. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But I felt like Olympus Has Fallen knew that that's what it was making. They weren't trying to make any bold statements. They weren't trying to, you know, do anything fancy or give you a message or anything like that. It was just, look, we made this very entertaining film. And, uh, you know, eat popcorn and enjoy our explosions. That's that's what I felt, you know, Olympus is falling was. So, naturally, going into this one, we expected sort of the same thing. Yeah, right. And uh, I'd say half-delivered, maybe? Maybe 25%. So, let, let's talk about the plot um, sure. on this one. Because, look, I will say this. It, it starts with a bang. <laughs> of sorts. Um, yeah, of sorts. Sure. Like, really, the first five minutes of this film, if you didn't see the names in the credits, you'd be like, am I watching London is Falling? <laughs> or, or is this a movie about, you know, Pakistan? Yeah. Did like, I stumble onto an indie film? What I happened? didn't even know the, the name of the director. Did you notice that? <laughs> I did not. It was like... I, and I read an article uh, prior to seeing the film, and they kept referencing the name, and I was like, who the fuck is that? And then I realised, oh... That's the director? I was very confused. Yeah, <laughs> I the, didn't know. The director could have easily been the name of the main bad guy. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. He probably could, he probably did direct the film. Um, yeah, so, you know, plot-wise... So, again, referring to its original. So, you, you go back to Olympus Has Fallen. You know, it's a... 
you know, washed up bodyguard who's in the wrong place at the wrong time, and a random terrorist group decides to take over the White House, and against all odds, he succeeds in saving the president. Um, that's Olympus has fallen, London has fallen, seems to feel like this movie should have something to say, and I don't know if that was the best direction. So, the film is, you know, it, it starts off with uh, America being America, and, you know, doing something bad to another country. Uh, it starts with a drone strike, and uh, from there, you know, the people we're trying to kill, we didn't. And uh, Like you do. Like you do. And uh, they're not too happy about the people that did die, so they decide, yeah. you know what, we're going to kill everyone in the world. But what, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Right, so look. <laughs> So look, the main bad guy, who's really like the Moriarty of things, like he's not yeah, really right. there. But yeah. this is the bloke that they tried to kill in the beginning. The character's name is Amir Bakawi. 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 Right. And so, the director's name is uh, Babak Najafi. <laughs> so same guy. Yeah. I'm probably spot on with the pronunciation <laughs> on that as well. Well, you're very versed. But, like, you it, know. Could have, it could have easily, like, you don't know, you know, who is this? In fact, most of the names that were in the credits, I was, like, having trouble pronunciating them, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm a wordsmith, but, you know, <laughs> clearly this was made with a lot of people outside of the United States. Yeah, And right. sh- England, probably, <laughs> yeah, I, like, involved look, in it. Like I said before, not a lot of Brits yeah. in London. No. It's very odd. No. Um, Although it was shot on on location, oh, in, was in it? a few places, yeah. I don't know about the whole, the whole of it, but there were actual yeah. in Somerset and, and things like that. Okay, so, all right, well, yeah, you know. Um, uh, but well yeah, played. so uh, but so basically, there's uh, the prime minister, right? Right, is is assassinated. Sure. Although they all believe he died of natural causes, but there's a funeral for him. So all these heads of state have to go. And that's where stuff gets crazy. Yeah. That's, uh, so everyone goes to London. And, uh, of course, the president from the first one, Aaron Eckhart, President Eckhart. Uh, I don't know his name in the movie. That's fine. That works. But he has to go and he takes his top number one, you know, super security What's agent. Like Mike Manning. That's his name. That's yeah, Mike, Gerard Butler place. Yeah, Mike Manning. Mike Manning. Yeah. yeah. So he goes... And uh, the head of the of uh, Secret Service, right, is Angela Bassett. Yeah. Who looks phenomenal, by the way. Well, she's like 100 and she looks 35. Yeah. It's amazing. She does. Yeah. It's... I feel like she's aged better than Gerard Butler has. <laughs> she has, and he's only been in films for like 10 years. Yeah. So, so they all go, and of course, no sooner do they get there, then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, if things explode... And People everyone die. dies except the president because he's got Mike Manning in his corner and, you know, America. Yeah. That was pretty much the rest of the film. Um, yeah. So, you know, so, yeah, of course, everything, you know, goes up Shit's Creek and, uh, you know, things get crazy. Things blow up. We find out that, you know, you can't tell the difference between the bad guys and the good guys because they're all dressed as, you know, Scotland Yard police and military and, you know, they're just taking over the city. Uh, everything's blowing up around them. 
So, you know, Mark Manning decides, you know what, I'm going to take it into my own hands. I'm going to try to save the president. And they basically just run amok in London trying to, you know, not die. Um, and it turns out that, you know, Badawi or whatever his name is, is behind it all. And he's mad that, you know, they tried to kill him and they ended up killing innocent people. And that's why he wants to kill the president. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, the, one of the things the first film did was they made the American military look like a bunch of Teletubbies trying to hump a day player, right? <laughs> Just looked ridiculous. <laughs> they did. And so that was part of the game we was playing when we was watching this. It was like, how are they going to make the English military right. look like a bunch of retards? And uh, quite well. And without any explanation, at least the first one, there was a little bit of like how they sort of did it. Right. But this one, they didn't give a fuck about explaining that. It was no, just like... No, not at all. It was, they were like, look, we've got everybody in London all on my yeah. side, so, Basically, you know, fuck half, off. half or more of the <laughs> uniformed officers were bad guys. Yeah, it was... You don't there, think that there one... Was, so, there's this moment in the film, spoiler alert, because it's, you know, it's... Look, you're not going to see it. Um, there's a moment where the, you know, the Red Guard are, are walking, and uh, they, they just, out of nowhere... They just turn and assassinate the German minister. And you're just like, wait, what just happened? And you realize that literally every, like, military presence in London is compromised. Um, and that's, you know, it's a bold statement, I feel. It's a load that's of a, bollocks. It's a load of bollocks. It's a bit much, I feel. Um, you know, because the first one, you know, there's, look, I, I was hoping for Olympus has fallen with a bigger budget. That's... That's the type of film that I wanted. You know, I, I don't I don't want a message on terrorism. I don't want a message on, you know, the whether how I feel about drone strikes or how I feel about America. You know, it's it's not the kind of film I'm going to see. If I want to see that, I'll watch, you know, Zero Dark Thirty. But, you know, this is a movie I just want to enjoy the the action. And I felt like they tried so hard to make the plot mean something. Yeah. But, I mean, it just... you If you're going to say that half the Queen's Guard <laughs> are bad, I need some, I need some exposition. Yeah, I need yeah, to find you know how, because, look, it's not like it's an easy job to get. Sure. You know, the Queen's fucking guard yeah, they, at Buckingham Palace. Oh, and they don't just run around killing Prime no. Ministers. And if you would think that half of them... Would recognise the other half of them. You, you were like, "Hey, where's Jeff? Oh, uh, he called in sick today. Yeah, I'm oh. his replacement. Yeah, who are you? Where are you from? What's this lot all about? You don't. Nobody asked any fucking questions. I, you know what? I don't think the Queen's got her sick days. Just it's just me, but I feel like that's not a thing. Yeah, you know, I'm mean, like the police. I can understand because you're sure. like, "Oh, what department are you from?" And you could just bullshit something. Yeah, right. But no. 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 Right. And, and it's supposed to be the most secure event in the world. And literally all of the security are terrorists. Yeah. All of them. I mean, unless unless they just paid half of the, the Queen's Guard to betray their country. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. You know. Uh, Which yeah. is, uh, look, I'll admit it's a bit insulting to our country. I'm not, you know, because when they made Olympus has fallen, that didn't happen. It was just, all right. It so, was like one guy. Yeah. <laughs> It was one guy, and then the rest of the military around the White House was like, what? Oh, shit, we're caught off guard. All right, well, we'll yeah. just give the White House yeah. up. That's, but that's it. You know, it's not... 
saying much, but this whole thing was like, oh yeah, not only are you inept, but you're also all shit. You're all bad people that want to kill London. Uh, and you know what? I don't appreciate that. I'm just gonna no. I'm just gonna say it. But at least there was a, an American to save the day. Oh yeah, right. Well, no, a Scottish at man. Least there was a Scot parading <laughs> a as an Scott American. Parading as an American uh, to save the day. Yeah. yeah. So that aside, right? I so that's the plot. I do feel like you know when when they got to the action sequences. There was moments that I genuinely enjoyed. Yes. I feel like a lot of the action was done really well. Yes. There were still some good one-liners from Mr. Mike Banning. Yeah, yeah there were all, there were some. When yeah. he wasn't when he wasn't shouting out. <laughs> when he wasn't monologuing as a fucking hero. Yeah, he wasn't doing American propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this that? for? Who? <laughs> I, oh, like, you're right, uh, it was a propaganda film, look, really. When we were leaving the cinema, I, 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 I shit you not, America... We were leaving the cinema, and as we got up to walk away, someone in the audience, as they were leaving, shouted, "America!" And that, to no, me... There was, like, three blokes uh, that started chanting America. Yeah, uh, it, it honestly, it ruined the film for me. <laughs> it just... Because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of propaganda in this. And so, you know, you watch it, and there's... There were, honestly, I there were moments in this film that were... You know, great. There's there's a great chase scene, and you know, Mike Manning kills someone in probably the most epic way I've ever seen in any film. It's almost worth watching just for that because it was pretty great. Uh, and it and rivals his scene where he kills someone with the Abraham Lincoln statue in Olympus Has Fallen. And and that that kill that you're talking about in this one had a classic hero. Quick. Yes. The yes, bad guy says, fuck you. And he goes, oh, fuck me. Yeah. And, right. then, <laughs> and then kills him in this spectacular yeah, fashion. We both laughed out loud yeah. in the theater. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but every time they started going on with this, you know, American propaganda message, it honestly took away from how much I was enjoying the action. To, to the point where even other characters are getting uncomfortable. It's the part where they, uh, in the subway, Oh, yeah. He takes a one guy down and he tortures him. He, he does the cool maneuver of stabbing his hand into his back with a knife. Yeah, right. But then he gets one of the other bad guys on, on the radio and, and he's like, listen to this. And then he like twists the knife in. And Aaron Eckhart's like, was that necessary? <laughs> and like, as an audience member, you're thinking, yeah, he kind of went overboard yeah, yeah, right there. A bit much. He looks at, he looks at the president of the United States dead in the eye. And the president says, was that necessary? He looks him dead in the eye and goes, no. And then walks away like it's no big deal. He's a sociopath, which he was not in the first film. Yeah. Stuff like that made you uncomfortable. Yeah, and then, it was a bit weird. And then, yeah, when he's whooping ass on, like, the kind of, not the main, main bad guy, but the one that's kind of running everything. Right. His whole fight with him, he's, like, going on about yeah. how you tried to wipe us out for thousands of years or whatever, and we've yeah, still, we're still here in a thousand years from now. We're yeah. still, it was like, what? Where it was, did this come from? I could have just shouted America the whole time, yeah. and it would have had the same effect. Um, yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the hero's not supposed to monologue. I, I don't know if you've ever watched an action film, but what should have happened in that fight is Mike Banning should have been getting his ass kicked, and... 
the same lines that were given to Mike Manning should have been given to this character, and that would have made way more sense when it comes to an action sequence. Because your villain is supposed to monologue. That's supposed to be his downfall. He's supposed to tell you how great his plan is, and even if you take him out, he will become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Wait, no, that's not yeah. right, sorry. No. I mean, there's, you know, but, yeah, the good guy's supposed to just do quippy one-liners yeah, when he takes right. someone out. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, a thousand years from now, I'll still be here to kick your ass. Hey, you know, something yeah. like, it's easy. Look, it don't even have to make sense. No, not you at just all. like, London is risen, bitch. <laughs> Which they did not say once, and I was very offended. He could have even shouted, this is Sparta, and I would have been, I would have been like, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's right, you get back to your Scottish Greek roots. Yeah. But no. Uh, <laughs> no, none of that happened. No. As, as exciting as we've just made that scene sound, none of that happened at and, all. And to, to add insult to injury, so when it turns out that the main bad guy's upset because they tried to kill him with a drone strike and killed his family instead, so they they snatch a radio, a satellite radio, off one of the bad guys and they turn it in. They're like, you could track him down with this. So the movie ends with this guy off in his little secret hideout. Yeah. And he gets a call. And it's Morgan Freeman, the vice president of the United States. And the guy's like, you know, oh, you think you've won, you know, you started this war. And Morgan Freeman's like, hey, look outside. <laughs> you as a viewer, you're kind of giggling to yourself. You're like, oh, please let it be another drone strike. Please, please. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah, no, it's a nice little bow on a terrible <laughs> present. You know? The only way we're supposed to feel better about it is that in the background on Morgan Freeman's side, you hear someone go, we've confirmed that the area's clear of civilians. And then, boom, they blow him yeah, up. And that's it. That's how the film ends. And then, no, no. Spoiler alert. No, then there's even, remember, oh. so Mike's considering resigning. That's, that's right. And on the, on the telly in the background is Morgan Freeman. And he's like, look, some people are going to say that... This was our fault. We should have just kept our noses out of it. But, you know, and basically he goes on to say, yeah. but we're America, so, so suck, suck it. But, yeah. you know, in only the way that well, Morgan Freeman it, it, can. But that's essentially what it was. It was, you know, everyone says stay out of people's business, but, you know, go fuck yourself, Trump 2016. <laughs> yeah. well, that's what it felt like. It did. It, really it was. Did. It was a bit like that. It was very. You know, I came from. I had watched the GOP debate prior to this, and then going into this very America film, I, I was very uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie, Caitlin. Yeah. Well, let's talk about casting, shall right, we? So sure. obviously, uh, well, mostly everyone from like the American presidential side. Yeah. That was in the first film returned mm -hmm. for this one. You know, Gerard. He does. Look, when he's not delivering the awful lines, he does well. Yeah, he does sure. the action well. You know, he he does the John McClane well, very I, yes, well. Yes, you know, when he's not having, he's not handed shit for lines. <laughs> so yeah, um, and he he does make a great John McClane. Hey, look, hey, let's make no bones about it. That's that's who he is. He is the Scottish American John McClane. Yeah, and you know he, that's who he was in Olympus Has Fallen. And, you know, it's the role he tries to reprise here. But he was given shit for lines that does not allow him to really become that person, I felt like. Yeah. So, uh, Morgan Freeman, you know, other than one extremely uncomfortable close-up scene <laughs> on his face, you could have missed him. 
You know, it, it doesn't was, really serve that much of a purpose. Well, you know? That close-up shot was the oddest choice in cinematography. It was so close. It was so weird. You could see his paws. It was very odd. I And there was no reason for it. It's not like anything dramatic no. was happening. He walked up in a hallway and he's talking about fishing. <laughs> and then it was, suddenly it was like extreme close-up on him. Yeah. Cut to extreme close-up on Gerard. <laughs> Back to Morgan. Yeah, it was... It was so weird because I honestly believed that Morgan Freeman was born a hundred and he's just always been a hundred forever. And then I saw this close up and I was like, oh no, that man can age. It was very weird. Angela Bassett does not age. No. Morgan Freeman, he can age, ladies and gentlemen. I just, that's what London has fallen has taught me. Now I gotta say, I called it early. Yes. That Angela Bassett was gonna die. You did, Kaylin. Oh, spoiler alert. I, of course. <laughs> but, but you're not going to see no, it, all right? I have this because Mike's wife's having a baby. And so there's some dialogue between him and Angela Bassett about her being the godparent or something like that. Yeah. And it's just just the way the moment was going. I was like, oh, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. Plus, so the whole, like, oh, yeah, it took me a long time yeah. to decide. It's a big decision. Well, you're not going to see that shit through. Plus, I noticed in the trailers for the film that the only two running from the terrorists <laughs> was, was Gerard and Aaron. There was no Angela involved, so I'll just assume that she bites it. Well done. Using the power of deduction to decide who's going to live from the trailer. Yeah. (laughs) Goes out like a champ, though. Oh, it's true. Right? Uh, Yeah. Well, no, not really. Paled by helicopter. Yeah. Well, you know, she was the trinity of this, this, you know, scene. She had the die so they could live. Yeah. Sure. That's the only way to make it happen, right? There's actually quite a few people that had the die so they could live. <laughs> Almost everyone in London, Pretty it much. Seems. Pretty much everyone they came in contact with. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, you know, yeah, he, uh, Aaron Eckhart, he got, got to do a little bit more action in this one. Yeah. I'm sure he was excited. Sure. You know, there, you chomping know, at the bit, as it were. Yeah, but unfortunately, I felt like, you know... No one else was given anything else to do, you know, because uh, even in even in the even in Olympus has fallen, you know, the traitor who is Dylan McDermott, you know, he's when he when it becomes revealed that he's the mole in the White House and he's the one feeding these terrorists, you know, he's given something to do, you know, you understand where he's coming from, whereas this one was was there was just so much of a statement they were trying to no. make. Yeah. That it took away from whoever the villain was supposed to be. Yeah, and you know, in the first one, you kind of, you, you figure out that it was Dylan McDermott. Yeah, early right, on. which is fine. And same with this. You figure yeah, out who the traitor is. But it's one of those things that's ignored, like the whole fucking movie. Right. Even to the point where there's a, an MI6 agent who, like mid-film, She's like going through these computers and she reactivates something that was deactivated. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, the security logs from the person who disabled them. And there's one other character's like, security logs, what? There's what like, codes? Yeah, what? It was like, you're supposed to be in charge. <laughs> but a chief of Scotland, yeah, mate. Yeah, so she's, but she says that and then you never see her again. Yeah. Taught, at least in that regard. Like, right. She should know who it is. She honestly does just drop the mic when she does yeah. that and then leaves. No, because no, she don't even leave this. They show her later where they're all celebrating and stuff. Oh, yeah, and right. And so you're like, so you know who it is, but you just don't care? Yeah. And then it's not till the very end of the film where this guy's now trying to escape. And right. then she shows up and has to shoot him. 
And even that was silly. Yeah, it's She's just... like, I know what you did. And he's like, well, I, I did it because the system's broken. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they paid me a shit ton of money. Yeah. Do you want money? You know, <laughs> come with me. No. No. He starts edging for a gun and she's like, lay down. Lay down on the ground. Lay down on the ground. Oh, he takes two it. steps away yeah. and she just shoots him in the chest. <laughs> It's like, you know you could have shot him in the kneecap yeah, or something. You know, bring him to justice You wanted him on the ground, just shoot yeah. him in the leg. Yeah. That's not uh, how action know, movies work, I suppose. No, it, I guess not. But, you know. But, yeah, it, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, all right, so you peg this guy as, you know, the, the traitor, right? But you never really know why he did it. And his little speech at the end, honestly, it wasn't enough. Uh, you know, I, at least with Dylan McDermott, there's... You know, there's at least some type of motive. Whether or not you're behind it or not, it doesn't matter. No, and you do sort of feel for Dylan McDermott in the first one. Yeah. This bloke, you know, go fuck off. Yeah, it's like, all right, so they paid you. All right, so you're a piece of shit. Yeah, fine, you deserve yeah. to die. You betrayed your entire country and killed yeah. countless of your, of your countrymen. Yeah, good uh, for you. Yeah, good, well done, you, sir. Yeah, yeah she's absolutely going to run away with you. Hey, 20 million euros to kill every prime minister in the world. All right, sir, I'm yeah. with you. I should be in the Tinder profile. <laughs> Although I think it's important that we uh, we point out that even though Mike's considering resigning because he's having a baby, uh, he decides not to at the end. So, oh, yeah. you know, there could be so, a part three. There you go. The world has fallen. That's the next step. I, I don't know. What's another big... <laughs> it'd be like Paris has fallen. Paris has fallen, yeah. Well, they're, in love. They're, they're really... <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, it could be a romantic comedy with him was, and Jennifer Aniston again, right? No. No? no. All right. Kevin, no. No. Just something I like uh, to dream about. But, you know, look, uh, they might do something like that because, you know, yeah, they want to say something. Yeah, I don't think they are. I don't no, think this one's going to make no, no money. I, I don't think it is either. You, you're not going to see it. Um, yeah, so the last thing I want to talk about is the awful, awful, awful <laughs> visual effects. <laughs> And look, we're not just saying that. <laughs> no, we're not at all. They were laughably terrible. They, they were awful. Uh, it, it was it was astounding because you would assume that, you know, a film that is a sequel to a, a sleeper hit, as you will, because Olympus Has Fallen was probably not supposed to make the money that it did. And, you know, people took to it and they enjoyed it. And so you make the sequel and you get a bigger budget. And you don't put any of that into your special effects. Well, in all fairness, we don't know it had a big, bigger budget, you know. I would imagine it maybe, would. Maybe the budget went to just getting the cast to come back. I, it, mu- it must have, because it was not given to the visual effects team. It was probably the director. He's like, look, I made these scenes in my basement. Now, <laughs> well, we, I, now we can get Morgan. Look, I made it in Photoshop. I had a gift maker. It oh. was... <laughs> look, that, so... Anything that was done practical looked all right. Yeah, you know, if it, it was a it, real yeah. explosion, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah and right. most of most of the actual action sequence. There was a sequence that we're not sure might have been one solid take of yeah. a long action sequence that takes place down a long street. Right. And I, you know, it happened so quickly. I'm not even sure, but it felt like it was just one long take. And it was very well done. Yeah. That, yeah. It was a great action sequence. That was it, impressive. It was, that was impressive. But, but then. There's the initial attack on London, and it it honestly, you know those stupid videos that people can make on their iPhones, where they're just standing there, and then all of a sudden an explosion happens, and it's like the cheesiest graphics you've ever seen in your life, but you can send it on your mobile phone to someone else. Those are the visual effects 
in London has fallen. Oh, it's worse than that, though, because, look, it's like they don't even know how science works. <laughs> because any time an explosion would happen, nothing around the explosion would be affected. No, not at all. You wouldn't see people getting knocked back by a concussion wave. <laughs> nothing. It looked like the, like a cameraman just shouted, everyone duck. <laughs> Because that's how explosions there, work. There were moments where, an expo- it, honestly, it looked like if you just took a picture of London and then put an explosion over the still, that that's Look, what they might... It, it, it was the, awful. There was one explosion that was a boat oh, yeah, that on was the, the Thames, right? And I, thought, I felt like they took a shot of a, a plastic boat in a bathtub... <laughs> Right, and they dropped like a ball into the water to create the ripple effect, and then they just photoshopped London over the top of it because the water effect from this explosion looked awful. It really did look like you dropped the ball into a small pond of water. Like that's not how water behaves in a big explosion. That's just not how it works. There was no like splash up from the concussion. Nothing like that at all. It just. It just looked like an explosion yeah. happened over nothing. Yeah. And then, then the, the final explosion at the end, where this big building explodes. But no, again, no collateral damage no, anywhere near. None. None at all. It's, uh, uh, yeah. It, it, for that, you know, look, I get that visual expense. Visual effects can be expensive. I understand. But you have to make them look somewhat. Beli- I, I don't have to truly believe that London has fallen. But at least. Try to lie to me, Fucking you know. Cheat it or something. Yeah, it's just yeah. It, all of them. Every time something blew up, I was like, just, "Fucking hell, this is horrible." Just fucking borrow some special effects from another film. <laughs> you know what? Just show the Independence Day scene of the White House murder over and over. Yeah. I would have bought that more than what we saw. All the fucking Human Torch fighting and <laughs> what? Fantastic Four Part Two. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. You know. Just, Whatever you want. Just, I know they had a thing in London, so, you know, just use that. Yeah, it, it, the the visual effects were not up to snuff yeah. uh, at yeah. all. You know, I didn't really think this was that bad of a film, but you know, yet we've gone on way longer than I feel like we should yeah, have. Yeah, I, I apologise. Um, yeah. Should, uh, should we rate it? Yeah, I'm going to rate it. Uh, I'm going to give it two out of five Murikas. Uh I, I just, I felt that... As much as I wanted to have that film that gave me the true escapism that I would look for in an action film, I felt like the preachiness of what they were trying to do overshadowed how much I should enjoy the film. All right. Um, You know, I did feel like I enjoyed it, even though there were some glaring mistakes. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two point five. So a little bit higher than yours. I'm gonna give it two point five. Awkwardly placed fucks that Gerard had to say in this film. That no, it felt like there was times where they were just like Gerard, just throw a fuck in there, would you please? And he'd be like, I don't, it don't feel natural. And they'd be like, no, that, no, just do it, just throw it in there. It did. It totally. Look, no, the film was rated R. We're gonna get so an R rating, so just, so just, just sprinkle a few fucks across. Whatever you gotta say. That's well done. That's a very good Gerard's observation. Gerard's like, but I don't have no fucks. <laughs> well, just just do it anyway. Just give whatever you have. Just fuck. Yeah, it, yeah. No, that's that's good. Mm. Um, yeah. So you know what? This is uh, this has been another episode of Cine Blokes. Uh, I am Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows, and we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.